0: Full circle. Full circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360 degree look at womanhood. It's our voice our perspective. It's what we care about and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. Full circle. This is Miss Wanda. It is Full Circle. We are looking at womanhood right? But from a different perspective and opportunities for our uh, young girls out there that may be interested in STEM. I have a couple of guests with me that family, I'm just going to tell you, you might want to remember these names because I have a feeling that they are going to be some pretty big deals in the world of STEM, which if you don't know, it's science, technology, engineering, math, which is what STEM is. We're going to talk all about that with my guest today. I'd like to welcome Gabby Gomez and Anaya Williamson. Both young ladies are seniors at Franklin High School and they are, are you the creators of the Free STEM Fair? Yes, um, we actually have a whole team, but I'm the executive director. Oh, so. okay see see, I told you big deal she's like I'm the executive director like go <laughs> ahead claim that title girl all right so we are talking about a free STEM fair that is happening uh, coming up and due to COVID-19 there has been an absence of academic activities but with their virtual science fair they hope to counteract that and allow students to showcase their skills so I'd like to welcome Gabby and Anaya to the show thank you so much for being here
1: Thank you for having us.
0: I am so happy that you're here. So first of all, like I started off every show, I'd just like to ask you to introduce yourself to the family. My name is Anaya Williamson. I'm a senior in high school. Um, I go to Franklin
2: and I'm the executive director of the COVID-19 virtual STEM fair.
0: Tell us a little more about you, Anaya. Oh, right? what do you like to do? Are you, uh, <laughs> you know, what what are your interests? Do you, are you the oldest child? Are you the, like, tell us a little bit about, what do you like to do
2: for fun? All right, well, um, I love music. So I play the cello and I was in band for three years. I love math, it's my favorite subject. Um, I like learning new things and just finding out new, um, learning about the world more. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. I do have a younger sister, so I'm the oldest of two kids. And um, I love STEM, and I hope to share it with other um,
0: students like me. Thank you so much, Gabby.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Gabby. I'm the communications director of the STEM Fair committee, and I one of the main reasons I joined the committee was because of my love and passion for engineering. So, you know, in my school, Franklin High School, I am in the Green Academy, which means I am more hands-on and designing things and building things in my engineering classes. So through this fair, I really hope that, you know, kids can also let out that creative side and build whatever they want.
0: Creativity right up my alley. Um, I grew up as a creative kid. We didn't have, I'm significantly older than you as you can tell, (laughs) uh, but I do moisturize. So, um, you know, when I grew up, we didn't have a focus on STEM, it on the science and math really for girls and I'm glad to see that in the last say probably about eight to 10 years um, that that's really starting to be a focus of getting our girls interested in um, math and, and science especially um, so that we can start to break into those fields as well um, so how did you become interested like Anaya you said math is my favorite subject was that just something you've, you've just always loved math
2: Yeah, um, my mom actually told me a story the other day when I was, like, in preschool. um, She said when the teacher asked what's my favorite subject, I said science and math. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's always just been a thing that I've been drawn to. But specifically, my junior year of high school is when I really started to find um, my love and passion for math.
0: And that introduced me into engineering as well. So you've loved that since you were a child. You just naturally gravitated to that. Were your parents working in that field um yes my dad is a civil engineer but i wouldn't say that
2: really influenced me too okay. much um i always thought i would end up more in a creative type field like i don't know um an artist or something but when i realized you can combine um, creativity with math and science through engineering. That's just, that was the field for me, I really yeah. realized. Yeah. How about you,
0: Gabby? You looked so uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> my, my glasses are falling now. You know, right? and
0: I was just telling someone earlier, like, I hate wearing glasses and having a mask because mm-hmm. if you don't have your glasses adjusted just so, I know. you're going to get the fog. fog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, how about you, math and science? Were those always fields that you gravitated to or was there some turning point that it kind of clicked for you?
1: It's actually kind of both. Okay. I've always known that. You know, math was my favorite subject. I, I was naturally good at it. It's okay. always been something that I gravitated to. Uh-huh. You know, I just loved it, loved solving problems. And I actually really like science. When I was younger, <laughs> I actually really wanted to be a marine biologist. I love that. Just discovering. That's the whole part of science, just yeah. discovering and, you know, finding out new things. But it wasn't until middle school, until I was really introduced, like, the field of engineering. And in middle school, I joined the VEX robotics team, which is, like, um... Something owned by VEX where you can build a robot Mm -hmm. and compete in competitions. And I actually started as a programmer, but then I kind of like drew out of that because that's just I don't. To me, that's boring. Yeah. But then I gravitated towards like you know building like like math you have to like solve a problem right and Mm -hmm. a part of engineering is you have to solve a problem like in the competitions you're given a theme so your problem is how do you make the most efficient robot Mm -hmm. to complete that theme and i don't know it just drew to me and then i really got into that and then once i finished vex robotics i went on to an underwater robotics program where we had to build an underwater robot to complete missions underwater and then just just i guess just the fact that you're giving this challenge like you have to work with the team uh-huh. and just you have to like you have to build something you know with your bare hands you know starting from scratch uh-huh. and just like and then seeing this thing that just started with a few pieces growing into like a robot that goes underwater. Mm-hmm. Just the accomplishment at the end is just really, really nice. And just why I love the field of engineering. That
0: sounds so cool. The whole robotic in, mm-hmm. uh, creation and all of that. And it's so funny that uh, you know, I your face like lights up mm-hmm. when you talk about it. And so that's when you know that that's your passion. And when you're moving in your passion, mm-hmm. it's just not only is it fulfilling, but it's it, it's just that thing that brings brings you life, you know. And so I love to see that, that light, you know, your face is just lit up. Um, so you ladies created this STEM fair, right? Yes. Um, so was that created pre-COVID or was that something that was in the works before COVID That's hit? An
1: all Anaya. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um,
2: when COVID happened, like when our school sent us the first email saying, okay, you um, you're not going back to school for a while. Um, I, that was a really hard time for a lot of students and a lot of my friends too. Um, the transition between, um, online classes, it was just, was really hard. Um, so I really wanted to create an event to like uplift students' spirits. And also Mm -hmm. so many extracurriculars got canceled, all of our clubs and competitions and everything like that. So, um, this, it really started because of COVID and, um, I, so I started researching, like, things I could do, and I noticed that um, other companies were hosting virtual STEM fairs, so I thought it would be a really cool thing to um, host a student-led one to in- empower and encourage other students during this hard time.
0: So you said, hey, there's something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Did you – now, is this – did you have to, like, work things out with the school? Like, you're the executive director, so what is, <laughs> what is that about? Like, did you create a commit? Like, how did it come about? Oh, yes. Okay, so, um, well, when I first um, thought of
2: my idea, I was like, okay, I need to make this happen. So I began, like, um, outlining it, and then I contacted some companies. We are partnered oh. with um, different co- companies. Um, so I started emailing them, and I started making the website, and then um advertising on social media and when I started doing all this I was like this is too much work for one person <laughs> <laughs> so I recruited all of my smartest friends and obviously Gabby because she's so um, passionate about engineering and so um, we're a team of nine people and we all love engineering and so that's how kind of how we got started um, in all this and um, we've been working really hard to um, figure out the logistics of this event.
0: Okay. So this is a STEM fair for students, um, not necessarily just for girls. It's just open to all students, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So all students, grades 6 through 12 in Sacramento County and Yolo County. So this is going to be a virtual science fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How does, what is that going to look like?
1: Well, so everything will be submitted through Google Forms and also the task that they have to do is they have the option either to do a research or a creation project. Research is, you know, like lab experiments or something that you're looking into, like a theory. In creation is like the engineering aspect, either you're digitally building something or hands-on. Mm-hmm. And through that, students have to make a display board and they have to do a video presentation okay. to us explaining their project. They also have a report that they have to do, and I'm forgetting one more, or?
0: Um, they have to make a diagram.
1: There you go, diagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of their project as well.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have a report they have to do. They have to decide, first of all, yeah. whether they're going to do research or do it like a hands on, basically, yeah. project. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they have to write the particulars, especially if they're doing a hands on, kind of go into. The creation of the hands-on, how it came about, um, a diagram of the model, or whatever it is that they're creating, and then they have to do a video as well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they submit that. Who are the judges? Ah, perfect.
2: So um, we're actually partnered with um, companies such as like Intel, um, okay. Mesa, UC Davis, and then um, a, com- a biotech company. So. Um, and also, we have a few volunteer judges, but um, the companies that are supporting us are also giving us judges, so um, they will help us with, with the judging process, and then um, the winners will be announced in the awards ceremony August 22nd.
0: So. so, what's the deadline for us to, or for our students to submit their work?
1: August
0: 10th, 11.59 p.m. 11.59 p.m. August 10th is your deadline. So let's tell them a little bit more about, so there's a young person out there listening that is interested in participating. Where do they get the information uh, that they need? Because is it just, I want to do it? Do I need to register for it? Like, what does that look like? And Gabby, I'm going to ask you just to pull your mic down a little bit more. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. It's it's like spring-loaded or something, so... (laughs) Yeah, they're perfect perfect. Yeah. So, um, you know, someone is that wants to submit or participate, where do they get the information and how do they go what's the process of actually participating in the the, the fair?
1: Well, first you want to visit our website at covid 19 stemfordcom and for you to save your spot and to get weekly emails from us, well, newsletters, go to the register now button and fill out a Google form and then you get your spot saved and then from there on just look at the website, see if any information that you need to start creating your project and once you have an idea go ahead and work on your project we have rubrics for you to look at in case you have any questions and of course we have an email in case you want to ask us anything to clarify and once you're done with your project yet you look for the submit now button and once you find the google form and then submit drop your files and then submit your project through there
0: okay so there's two types of projects let's talk about the research project what are some of the guidelines uh, for doing the research project? So um, the cool part about the research project is that
2: you don't need to experiment at all. You don't have to do an actual experiment. It's just um, research. So basically um, what that um, requires is um, you would you pick a topic you are interested in and then you would do some research and that would um, all be displayed in your report. So you'd have a research and then you'd have like a purpose that this project type of project is like kind of like a normal science fair, except without the actual experiment. So you would do your research and write your report and then um, you would present your research um, in a video presentation with a diagram, a board. Um, I actually have an example on the website if you're curious about uh, what that uh, video would look like. And then after you're done with that, all you'd have to do
0: is um, submit it. So Okay. And I'm looking at your example here with your can UV light kill a virus uh, (laughs) demonstration. So basically with that research project is you have to just have uh, uh, some type of question that you want to answer. Yes. That has to be – that's related to the STEM field. So Mm -hmm. it can't be, you know, why does – you know, why do birds fly or something like that? Although that could be an engineering thing, right? Yeah, it actually can. That's, yeah, that's really Yeah, that's really good. Man, too bad I'm too old to be in the field. I would do that. But, you know, you have to have something that's um, – it, does it have to be a solvable question or just something where you just need to be able to research and find, like, a hypothesis?
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh, as long as you can make a hypothesis, you can either explain why you're right or wrong and what you learned. It's really just um, – project that where you can learn a topic you're really interested in that you don't necessarily have to be right to um, win but yes okay but just
0: as long as you're showing you know that you've done the thorough um, you know research on (laughs) this specific question and does that require a video as well Um, yes all submissions um,
2: require a video because we'd love to see Uh, students present their something they're passionate about so yeah
0: yeah and it it actually it helps them as they're moving through life you know to start to build those presentation skills let's go to the uh, creation project um is that you on the video
1: gabby okay (laughs) so for the creation project again uh as you see in our website you have two options well it, of course, it can vary. But one option is like hands on, mm-hmm. or if you had an idea and you digitally made it through like a software. So part of the creation project is one of the main important things is please show your process. Yeah, that's the whole part of an engineering project. How did you get from the start to finish? Mm-hmm. And also explain um, just the problems and solutions. Like if you had a problem, what went wrong, and mm-hmm. and explain how you solved it. And it's just why you use this materials compared to that. Yeah most what we're looking for surprisingly is like all through the video if you can explain efficiently your project and you really know what you were doing then mm-hmm. we can tell that obviously you know you love doing this project you mm-hmm. did well mm-hmm. and you showed an interest and you know maybe you might get a good score right <laughs> yeah. right
0: you made a really good point Gabby in that please show what went wrong is we don't you don't, you're not necessarily looking for the perfect ending mm-hmm per se, Mm -hmm. right? Because we know as in life, when we are doing things where we're creating or whatever it is, that there are possibly things that could go wrong. I use the wrong materials or I, you know, thought it was this instead of this or whatever it is. So they want to see that as well, fam. They want to see not just the finished product, but how did you get there? What's the road to that? And don't be uh, embarrassed to talk about, well, you know, I tried this and then it didn't work and I had to go back and reformulate or whatever. That's really an important part of any process is learning from those mistakes as well. So they want to see that as well. And then upload it to the video, I mean upload your video and submit it and you could possibly get, you know, be rewarded with one of the... The, the prizes of winning the STEM fair so what does that look like when the STEM fair 1159 on August 10th, 10th you submit your stuff wh- and how long is the judging period and then when will um, the entrance uh, participants know what's next
2: yes yeah, so um, the judging period is about 12 days and um, on august 22nd we'll have like a big zoom conference basically with all of um our team members and we'll just talk a little bit about like thank you for participating and we might have a guest judge um and then we're also having a raffle right now on instagram so we're gonna announce those winners and then um at the end the big finale is who won and we'll also have um those results on the website as well
1: okay Right. won the big $500 cash prize. Hey. Yeah.
0: Is there just one cash prize? Is there one for each category? What does that look like? Um
2: yes, there's uh we divided it into uh, grades. So high school um, oh. and then middle school. And for high school, first place is 500, second place is 250, and third place is 100. And then for middle school, uh, first place is 400. Um, second place is 200 I believe and then third place is 100 so there's definitely some big cash prizes
0: that's pretty good and
2: um, we're also raffling off some 75 dollar gift cards so even if you don't win you uh-huh. still have an opportunity to win a 75 dollar visa gift card Good. thanks to mesa so just
1: by joining the fair and trying out you
0: know yeah you still have an opportunity yeah. to win plus yep. you win just by going through this experience i think yes um this is full circle we're going to take a quick break this is full circle uh, i'm talking with my guests gabby gomez and anaya williamson they have created The COVID-19 Virtual STEM Fair is happening now. We're going to talk more about it after the break and also how you can support. This is Full Circle. We'll be right back.
2: If you have something to add to the conversation, drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. And she's back, empowering women one conversation at a time. This is Full Circle. With Miss Wanda.
0: Welcome back. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Thank you so much for staying with the program. I'm having a wonderful conversation with my guests, Anaya Williamson and Gabby Gomez. Who are they, you ask? They are seniors at Franklin High School, but they are also, um, Anaya founded and they are the team that is behind the COVID 19 virtual STEM fair. What is the STEM fair, you ask? Well, we are talking about it now. Um, due to COVID-19, there has been an absence of academic activities. Uh, but with this virtual science fair, they hope to counteract that and allow students to showcase their skills. So this virtual science fair will be targeted towards students. So if you have a student from grades 6 to 12 in either Sacramento County and Yolo County. This science fair can be for them. They have to create a research project or a creation project. And we're talking details now. There are also prizes uh, that the, 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 the participants can win. Um, but it's more to me, it's more about helping cultivate that love for math and science would you agree with that
1: yeah definitely. yeah
0: yeah both of these young ladies uh, like I said remember their names because they're going to be big deals in the future in the areas of of technology or math or I mean the the cool thing about it is that sky's the sky's the limit you know that you can do anything um, especially if you have a love and passion for it and it sounds like both of you both of you have that love and passion for what you're doing and are encouraging other kids to do the same. So say there is someone out there. There's a, a, a young person out there right now listening with their parents to the show and they're kind of apprehensive about joining the fair. What would you say to them, especially those ones in the younger grades, maybe sixth or seventh grade that may not feel like they have the confidence yet?
1: Um, just don't, don't worry about winning if you're hesitant. Just worry about, well, not actually worry, just, you know, think about the experience. Um, this is a chance to get, you know, and jump into something that you've probably been thinking for a while, whether it's just like a science question, like, you know, why is the sky blue? Or just, you you maybe wanted to try building hands-on for the first time. You know, the STEM fairs are just a perfect, perfect place to start, you know, diving into the world of STEM and, getting introduced to science, technology, engineering, and math, and just, you know, having fun with it. So that was it.
2: Definitely. Also, to add on to that, um, I actually was a kind of a late bloomer when it comes to STEM. I didn't know I wanted to be an engineer till my junior year of high school. So definitely take advantage of this opportunity to expose yourself to new things. And the high school and middle school is, like, the only time you really – get to explore everything and expose yourself to as much as you can so i very much encourage you to um, at least try out dabble in the world of stem a little bit because that's definitely our future that's where our world is headed it's very important
0: and we definitely want to encourage any girls out there young ladies to participate um, you know, that's a the big push right now. In fact, just a, uh, about a month ago, we ran a commercial for Girls Who Code focusing on getting girls interested in coding and math and science and things like that. Those are the places that we as women um, need to continue to push the boundaries and, and knock down and break glass ceilings in those areas of engineering, of science, especially uh, young ladies of color. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really an, an important place for us to really start to uh, find our path and to start to break down some of those barriers, because we don't we know that in technology as a whole, we don't see a lot of people that look like
1: us. I'm yeah. you know? so glad you brought that up. because yeah? I'm actually like in the academy uh-huh. uh, in my school and <laughs> you rarely get 10 yeah. girls in the classroom. Yeah. I think the most I've seen is probably five. Mm. And recently, I think the class that I took last year, I took, um, uh, it's in a designing class. so You work with the software. Uh-huh. And it was only me and one other girl. Oh wow, <laughs> And yeah. the rest of the class was a full voice. Uh-huh. So it's just, I don't know, I would love to see just more women get into just the engineering Yeah. Yeah. And just not be, you know, me and one other person. Definitely. (laughs) Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hopefully when you get to college, it'll be a little bit broader. But still, you know, it's funny how, um, you know, like I said, I've been hearing about getting girls into STEM at least for about the last, I said eight to ten. But I want to say more to like five to seven years, maybe even not that long. Um, Really getting girls into that field because it's wide open for us. There are so many different avenues of um, Anaya mentioned earlier, being able to use creativity. There's so many things you can do from, you know, designing uh, video games to uh, being a doctor or whatever, or combining those, le- even in arts, architecture, all of those things, they require creativity and a level of knowledge in math and science, how things work and things like that. So it's, you know, again, I just want to encourage any young ladies out there, if you're interested, you don't don't have to be the best. You just just participate because as you start to expose yourself to the people that are doing the things that you may be interested in, you may find not only a friend or an ally by networking, but you may also find that thing. Um, and I am going to go back to you because you said you didn't really get into it until you were about in your junior year? Is that what you said? Yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that like? What were, what did you, I know you said you thought you would be something more creative before. Mm -hmm. What was the thing, the the light bulb moment for you? Well,
2: (laughs) it's an interesting story kind of. Um, I, so my junior year of high school is really when I challenged myself in math for the first time. A lot of my friends like Gabby she's already in calculus too at this point Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but me I was kind of a little bit behind I was in algebra 2 and this year I took um, a class that combined on um, honors math 3 and pre-cal honors and that was the toughest class I've ever taken in Mm -hmm. my life Mm -hmm. Um, it was so hard and everyone around me seemed like they were doing fine but I was really struggling but for some reason when i was challenged with all these problems and when i got to like solve the problems and get it wrong and just the feeling of trying to like get the problem right and then finally getting it right after trying so long that's it was like the best feeling in the world and that's really when i realized i really love math like i knew i liked math i was just naturally good at it Mm -hmm. but me challenging myself through this i was like wow math is like the best thing ever. Um, And I've never really thought about being an engineer before, um, but once I really realized like, oh, I love the challenge, I love how you can, it's so logical and you can just figure everything out. um, I started thinking like of careers that involve that and that's how I kind of found the engineering field.
0: I'm going to ask both of you this and I think it's a pivotal question. Was there ever a time when you were growing up that you had a challenge with math and science in particular where it almost derailed you from pursuing that?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, (laughs) it was that same class. I took it my sophomore year, though. It was math three, pre-calculus. And the hardest part about it was when I got to trigonometry. Mm -hmm. There's this one part one lesson, like, I just couldn't get, like, Mm -hmm. it just involved so much. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't see the end. I couldn't see how you would solve the Mm -hmm. problem. Like Mm -hmm. I really struggled. I'm like, and then (laughs) my teacher mentioned like, you know, you're going to need this a lot in calculus. I'm Mm -hmm. like, if I can't get this, yeah, how am I supposed to continue? Uh So I think through that is, I had a, it's just, there's that lesson specifically was, the only time we're asked a lot of questions, and I really had to like ask my friends, ask my teacher, like how do you do this? How like how do you see this? Uh-huh. Like I'm really struggling here. And then after you know, again, with practice comes progress, uh-huh. and then with that comes perfection. So I just had to keep practicing, keep doing like um, the problems that I was struggling with, and kept asking questions like, what is your advice? Like how can I improve? And after a while, you know, I, I finally got the hang of it mm-hmm. and now I can like do some of them perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. How about you and I?
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Um I the, throughout the whole class was hard for me, but I definitely know the lesson Gabby's talking about. <laughs> um, it was for me, it was the end of second term because the way it works is um, if so the class is divided into, like, uh, four terms. Mm -hmm. The first couple terms is, like, um, um, math three, and then the second two terms are pre-calculus. So it was coming up to that finals week of um, math three, and I didn't have a good grade, like, the first term, but my teacher is really nice, and so if you get a better grade second term, like, it she'll raise your other grade. So my grade was not looking too hot. And I just remember being so stressed out. And uh, that's what really when I learned my grit. Like, that's when I learned how to study because every night I would, I would um, be on my whiteboard, just writing problems, doing it over and over and yeah. over. And I had to recruit my dad because like, I was really struggling. And i so for some reason i just couldn't like get like good scores on tests Mm -hmm. it was really really hard so i had to like review all my tests and that's like the hardest i've ever studied in my life Mm -hmm. i studied for like four hours straight Uh for a long time (laughs) and so yeah and then i i rose my grade two grade points after that so yeah that's when i really realized like oh my gosh i have to (laughs) buckle down and honestly, that's kind of how I got here today. It gave me the, because I could do that and I realized I could overcome those challenges, I realized I could, um, I have so much potential and I really need to use that potential. And that's how I really started creating this event and got the confidence to do that.
0: Both of you talked about having a challenge and I love the fact that you persevered through. And the reason I asked that question is because a lot of times, and that's why I think you you don't find a lot of people of color or women in particular, in the field of science, technology, engineering, or math is because we sometimes get to a challenge and we allow a lot of the stereotypes to get in our head. Black people aren't good at math, stuff like that. And we end up falling away and not really pursuing the, you know, fighting through that particular... Stereotype, plus the things that were the self-limiting beliefs that we say to ourselves mm-hmm, definitely. Um about, you know, giving up. We allow ourselves to give up. And so that's why I asked that question is because I want to encourage any young people out there that if you have a passion for the, any one of these areas and it gets really hard, that's when you have to rely on your inner strength, but you also have to rely on building a community Mm -hmm. so building a community of people that you know you had your dad to tap into yeah you know you you have friends you know so building that community of people that can help push you through when when there's times when you just want to give up you know and being able to tap into those resources when your resources are tapped out so that you can get through it. So I, again, applaud you. I, you know, I got (laughs) to algebra, uh, you know, geometry. (laughs) Yeah. So I, hearing you talk about calculus and all that, it just makes my stomach hurt. But I'm also (laughs) happy to hear that you're persevering (laughs) in those areas as well. So let's talk about the STEM fair. So you created the COVID-19 virtual STEM fair. Before we talk more about the STEM fair, I want to ask you, how has this, going from you were happily moving along through your school year yeah, and now all of a sudden it's like hold up everything's shifting to home and you've been you know now this actually a summer break right now mm-hmm. but how did that affect you um going from being in school one day to the next week being sheltered in place um academically how did that affect you
2: yeah, it was pretty crazy because school is so structured. So the hardest thing for me was going from, like, okay, you have to be at this class this time, this class, to no structure at all. Mm-hmm. And you're at home, and you have to rely on your own um, self. Like, you just have to you make it structure yourself. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> you have so many distractions. And also that uncertainty eats away at you a lot. Because mm, yeah. I, was, I was like, well, what's going to happen? Like, I still have to take the SAT. Uh-huh. Like, what's, yeah. what's going to, like... What are my classes going to look like? Um, So it was definitely difficult um, when we did actually start distance learning. Our school was kind of late on distance learning. Um, Yeah, we started like um, after a month. Mm -hmm. So um, it was kind of hard like getting, we kind of forgot a lot of like (laughs) the curriculum we were learning. Right. Um, So and also just like managing the schoolwork um, was difficult. Um, And also AP testing. Mm. Yeah, that was that was definitely a struggle, studying for that, because we went from study groups and, yeah. you know, their teachers were helping us so much to no interaction at all. Mm. And I also noticed it was kind of hard on teachers, too, yeah, yeah. because the whole reason they got into teaching is to interact with their students. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my teachers are very, very devastated mm-hmm. and went through a really hard time during that. Yeah.
1: And to go with what Anaya said, it's just the way that our school works is, again, I think we left – week of finals, yeah. you know, we, mm. we left, that's when we left. So we're like, what's going to happen to our grades? You know, some of us needed that final. Some of mm. us didn't need that <laughs> final. Really it. Like I know I didn't need that final for one of my classes. So uh. I'm just like uh, a relief, but I knew people who did need that final. So like mm. what was going to happen to them and just all that. And then, you know, once we got the news that the grades are going to stay, you know, that's one answer we got, but then mm. we had so many other questions and the way that our school worked is we had terms, so we just finished term three, and then term four was going to be all distance learning. Mm-hmm. And what Anaya brought up is AP testing. It's like so hard. half of us didn't know half of the curriculum that was going to be on that exam. Yeah. So we were like, okay, what are we supposed to do? And it's just timing, uh-huh. the timing. Because when we left, that is when the heart, that is when the grind of AP studying happens. Mm. But then we were all sent home. Like, AP studying, like, it, it like and I said, like, groups of friends, teachers, like, it was all through school. It was uh-huh. all through the network. And then you're just sent home by yourself. <laughs> I mean, I mean, thank God College Board did change it. But it's just, like, that worry, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to prepare? Yeah. I don't know half of the curru- curriculum like what? What am I supposed to do? And then again, SAT. <laughs> uh, there's some people who are get it early, and I applaud them. Yeah. Like, You know that was a very smart decision. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. <laughs> some of us, yeah, waited like the normal time, the mm-hmm. like, spring, and then COVID came. Right. So then, most of us, I I would say, are just in the dark. Like I don't have an SAT score, and then just I know some colleges, especially that I think the University of California, just. I took away SAT, yeah. SAT. SAT. Yes. ACT, yeah. but again, if you're going to go somewhere else, maybe they did require an SAT, and it's just mm-hmm. that worry, like, oh, I, I didn't take it, and mm-hmm. that was such a, like, a pivotal point in, like, a college application. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, speaking of, where do you want to go,
1: I, and what do you want to do with
0: that, um, with your engineering or, or math science background?
1: I want to study a Cal Poly Slow. Okay. Yes. And okay. Major in mechanical engineering or electrical engineering. Okay. To hopefully get into like work at a big place like NASA. Right. (laughs) Help with that.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I want to go to UC Berkeley
2: and also study mechanical engineering, but recently I feel like mechanical engineering is a good degree to have, but I don't necessarily want to be limited. Like I might learn how to code. Mm -hmm. I might like. I don't know, like work on products and all that stuff. So um, I'm not really sure like what specific um, field I want to go into yet, but I definitely want to like learn how to build stuff. Yeah.
0: So Cal and uh, San Luis for both of you. Mm -hmm. beautiful campuses both of them Mm -hmm. yeah wonderful wonderful. let's talk about the the STEM fair again so it's the COVID-19 virtual STEM fair it's happening now let's tell um, give some more details again it's for uh, students grades 6 through 12 in Sacramento County and in Yolo County Um, what else do they need to know about the STEM fair when does the deadline again August 10th, 11.59 p.m. August 10th, 11.59 p.m. is the deadline. Yes. You can register now. So, students, write down this website. It is uh, COVID19STEMFair.com. That's COVID19STEMFair.com. That's where you're going to get all the details That's where you're going to find the registration and more information about how it works. Um, Also, you'll see the guidelines uh, for each of the projects. So remember, there's a research project and a creation project. So you'll be able to see the guidelines for all of that. Um, And let's give a shout out to your sponsors again. Amazing sponsors that are um, actually helping uh, you put this all together. So let's give them a shout out again. I know Intel is one of your sponsors. Yes,
2: um, Intel. Actually, we were on a Jay King's show and he donated um, a large amount of money and helped us donate. So that's one of our sponsors. Uh, Mesa is giving, help us give away $75 gift cards. Um, so register and you can be eligible to get a $75 gift card. Um, and um, we have another company supporting Square squared Academy. Um, and we have some other sponsors that I don't think we're allowed to disclose yet, right? Okay, all right. That's yes. cool. We oh,
0: see there's the big 97.5 banner on your website. Yes. Shout out to Mr. King and um, for giving a donation. If anyone else wants to support the STEM fair, how can they do that? How can we just you know donate and help support
2: yes so they uh we have cash app and venmo those are the two main things that we're using if you donate we'll put your name on our website mm-hmm. <laughs> under donations and um you can um cash up at <laughs> cash app us at dollar sign stem fair um dollar sign stem fair and for venmo um our venmo is
0: stem fair at stem fair so. Yeah, And you also have social media, right? So mm-hmm. we can also follow the STEM Fair on social media.
2: Mm-hmm. On Instagram, that's where we mainly post. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on Instagram. And also, there's a big raffle going on there, so look for information on that. Um, our Instagram handle is at COVID19STEMFair, and um, that's where you can get more details. We have a Facebook page, too. Our Facebook page is COVID19STEMFair. And we also have a Twitter. Uh, Our Twitter is COVID-19 STEM Fair as
0: well. So if you would like to donate to support this uh, wonderful cause, uh, again, you can Cash App or Venmo. The Cash App is dollar sign STEM Fair. Uh, Venmo is at STEM Fair. And again, uh, support because, you know, it doesn't happen without support, whether it's large or small, any amount will uh, help. Uh, And so if you want to be able to help support the cause, please do so. Again, you could either cash app or Venmo, make sure you're following uh, the fair on social media on Instagram. It's at COVID-19 STEM fair. Facebook is also at COVID-19 STEM fair. So there is ways that you can support ways that you can support by financially or by just following them on social media, sharing the page and sharing the information and getting the word out so that young people that are interested in science, technology, engineering, and math get to participate in this. You know, everyone's sheltered in place, they're still at home, but this is something that they can really get behind and start to continue to refresh those skills that they may have lost along the way due to sheltering in place. Again, judges for the Science Fair will come from their sponsorships and submissions will be due again August 10th at 11.59 p.m. And the winners will be announced on August 22nd. That will all be virtually so will we be able to see the even if we're not participants like if i want to see the fair would i be able to watch the fair yes. virtually? okay yes good.
2: all of um our submissions will be displayed on our website okay at COVID 19
0: stem fair yes okay good deal i think that's it ladies do we have anything else to cover no, no that's it. it. All. <laughs> we hit it all. All right. Well, I want to thank so much Gabby Gomez and Anaya Williamson again for putting on this COVID-19 virtual STEM fair, Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing for your young people. Again, it's uh, for students grades 6 through 12 in Sacramento County and Yolo County. Um, It is a virtual science fair, but it allows them to be able to hone some of those skills that they either want to develop in the areas of science, technology, engineering, or math, or that, you know, maybe a kid is interested in, and this may be their foray into that. However the case, um, make sure you go to the website so you can get all the details. Again, guidelines, submission forms, um, and all of that can be found on their website at COVID19STEMFair.com. Again, that's COVID19STEMFair.com. That's where you're going to get all the details. And again, if you would like to support, please do so. You can uh, donate either through Cash App or Or through uh, Venmo, look for STEM fair. And I'll also put the link up on the full circle page. So make sure you're following the show on Instagram and Facebook full circle nine, seven, five. That's how we're doing it. Ladies, again, man, family, make sure you are remembering the name Gabby Gomez. She's going to be a NASA like, like the hidden figures lady she's gonna get the next people up into space um, and Anaya Williamson the, who knows what Anaya is gonna be doing <laughs> she might be building a building or doing you know no telling but whatever it is I wish you really the best of luck you know it's I'm sure it's hard going into your senior year um, in this still kind of unknown world do we go to school or do we not go to school and all mm-hmm. of the fun that you miss, in I your know. senior year so I hope they can get it back together enough for you to be able to enjoy your senior year but if not you know you have a story for your grandchildren like <laughs> you, know, you know like I don't know if you've ever heard this story because you're quite younger but like you know one of the jokes when I was a kid is that our parents used to say oh, I used to walk to school yeah. you know in the snow well now you can tell your grandkids you know for in the future like when I was in high school we had to stay at home you know yeah <laughs> the <laughs> right so best of luck to both of you young ladies I wish Thank you nothing you. but the best and best of luck on the STEM fair as well again family if you want more details it's COVID19STEMFair.com that's how we're doing it family I will see you next week family make sure you show love to everyone you meet and we'll see you next week peace
2: this has been full circle follow our facebook page at full circle 97.5